We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now let's notice something about Paul's thorn. Paul says it is a messenger of Satan sent to buffet me. That's what he said about it. Now let's look into that just a little further. Let me give you some Old Testament scriptures. Go with me to Numbers, the 33rd chapter. The places that this thorn is mentioned in the Bible, I want to point out to you that it is a figure of speech. He's not talking about a regular thorn, and I think most of us realize that. Chapter 33 of Numbers and verse 55. God says, But if ye will not drive out the inhabitants of the land from before you, then it shall come to pass that those which ye let remain of them shall be pricks in your eyes and thorns in your side and shall vex you in the land wherein you dwell. Now notice, these thorns here are people. And I'll tell you, a lot of Paul's thorn was people. People that the devil had inspired. And I'll tell you, the devil is still inspiring people to become a thorn in the flesh to you. And if you're not careful, you get mad at the people. It is not the people, it is the evil influence that's being exerted over them. And if you don't understand that, you'll be in strife with the individual. That's why Paul said we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of the dark. See, we try to deal with the fleshly matter. Take authority over the spirit that drives that individual. Because, quite frankly, there are people that are used of the devil to become thorns in your flesh. Now, see, today we'd say they're a pain in the neck. <laughs> this is the same expression that they're using in that day, said they would become thorns in your side. Well, you know that those people didn't go around with people sticking out of their sides. <laughs> Go to Joshua, the 23rd chapter. Now, see, these are some things that we need to know because if you misunderstand, see, we talked about the fact that the thorns spring up and choke the word. If you don't understand about thorns, then the word's going to get choked out of you because of Paul's thorn. But if you understand what Paul's thorn was, this is a victorious thing and not a defeat thing. Joshua, the 23rd chapter, let's read from verse 13. Know for a certainty that the Lord your God will no more drive out any of the nations from before you, but they shall be snares and traps unto you and scourges in your sides and thorns in your eyes until you perish from off the good land which the Lord your God has given you. Now here he says they'll become thorns in your eyes. Well, you know they didn't have thorns in their eyes, physical thorns. He's using it as a figure of speech. We would say today, there'll be a pain in your neck. Go to Judges, the second chapter. Now, the reason I'm showing you this is because, you know, the Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a word be established. You don't just take something out of context and say, well, now, here's the way I believe it. You've got to have some precedent in it in the word of God. And here again, we find... Judges 2nd chapter verse 3, Wherefore I also said, I will not drive them out from before you, but they shall be thorns in your sides, and their gods shall be a snare unto you. So here's three places in the scripture 
that God says that people would become thorns to them. So when Paul talks about his thorn, he reveals the exact thing that it was. It was a messenger of Satan. Now sometimes it was in one individual, sometimes it was in another individual. And we're going to take you on a scriptural journey and show you how that different individuals was used of the devil to buffet Paul and stir up problems. But what you need to realize in comparison to this is that the devil is still in the business of assigning demons and evil spirits, messengers of Satan, angels of the devil, however you want to call it, to individuals to cause you problems. And if you don't understand it, you'll be in strife, you'll walk out of love, you'll be confused and frustrated and unable to please God. But if you'll take heed to what the Word says and what Paul did and do what Paul did, you'll get rid of the thorn in the flesh. Now, I've heard people say, well, you know, Paul never did get rid of his thorn in the flesh. Well, I beg your pardon. I'm going to prove to you from the Scripture that he did. He got rid of that thorn in the flesh, and you can get rid of yours the same way. I remember several years ago, things started happening. I was still farming. I hadn't quit farming at the time, and I was ministering. And on the farm, it started out kind of like this. My tractors, we had just bought, you know, back several years ago when I was first started farming with my dad and working, we didn't have air-conditioned cabs on our tractors. Brother, I mean, you ate dust from daylight till dark. <laughs> but, you know, time progressed. We bought tractors with cabs on them. They had to be air-conditioned because you'd get too hot in there if you didn't with a cab. And uh, my air conditioner started going out. They went out on four of my tractors. All the air conditioners went out on them. My truck air conditioner quit. My car air conditioner quit. My house air conditioner quit. We went on a meeting and the car that they picked us up at the airport, the air conditioner quit. Before we got to the meeting, the car quit. Now all of this is happening in about five days. So we leave that meeting. We fly to Tulsa, Oklahoma. No, no, we went somewhere up north to flew my airplane up there. The air conditioner went out on it. The battery went dead on it. Went to Tulsa, Oklahoma, checked into a hotel, and the air conditioner wouldn't work. They put us in another room. We went out to eat to a restaurant, and the air conditioner quit. And I looked across at my wife, and I got a great revelation. I said, this is satanic. <laughs> no doubt about it. And I said, as soon as we get back to the hotel, we're going to stop this. And we did. When we got back to the hotel, I took authority over that demon that had been assigned, that messenger of Satan to stir up trouble and buffet me and to cause problems everywhere I went. We took authority over it, broke the power of that thing, and I want you to know it stopped. That thorn was not a blessing. It was a curse. It was sent. To buffet me. And I've had to do that several times. And there's some of you sitting there thinking right now, you know what you're going to do when you get home. <laughs> well, you're not going to have to wait till you get home. We're going to do it tonight before we leave this place. <clears throat> I don't know whether you've noticed it or not, but the devil's crazy. He's nuts. 
And he'll do anything you let him get away with. There is satanic oppression against people today in ways that it is so subtle until you don't recognize it. But when things begin to go wrong and you know this is not normal, I mean, when you can sit down and count about 12 or 15 air conditioners that you've been associated with that goes out in less than two weeks, this is not normal. But see, sometimes we just sit around and say, well, it must have been the will of God. No, it was the will of the devil, and you didn't take authority over it. You're the one that has dominion. See, Paul said, I besought the Lord thrice. And he said, my grace is sufficient. Well, I'll tell you, God's grace is sufficient. But if you don't exercise dominion, it'll never change. He'll still run roughshod over you. So then the thorn is a curse. It is not a blessing. Go with me to 1 Peter. Peter talks about the fiery trials. In fact, let's read from 1 Peter, the fourth chapter. Here's a verse of scripture. Verse 1 is very much misunderstood. For as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. Now, if you're not careful, people will give you the idea, and religious tradition will tell you that this verse says that for Christ has suffered for us in the flesh that you ought to suffer also. That's not what it says. He says because he suffered in the flesh for us... Let me read it again. For as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh. Who did it? Jesus suffered for us in the flesh. Arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. What is the same mind? That he suffered for me that I wouldn't have to. But if you're not careful, people turn that around on you and say, well, now you've got to suffer. Then they go over and read this other verse. Verse 12, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials, which is try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. No, it's not strange. The devil's out to destroy you, kill you, and put you six foot under. The devil is out to destroy you, and God wants you to overcome the devil. Well, thank God you can't overcome the devil. You can overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil by acting on the Word of God and allowing God's Word to rise up and live big within you. But just because the devil brings something against you, you don't have to lay down and let him run over you. Sometimes people say, well, you know, we just have to suffer whatever comes to us in life, don't we? I just holler out loud, no, in the name of Jesus. Don't accept everything that comes your way in life. Now, you may find yourself in a situation that you may have to suffer for a certain amount of time until you find the wisdom of God to get deliverance out of that thing and take authority over it. But you don't have to just let everything that comes your way come to your house. You're the one that has the authority and dominion to stop these things. Can you say amen? Amen. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today before we leave the broadcast. Our book offer this week is book offer number 7510. It's called Triumph Over the Enemy. Now, it was formerly entitled Messenger of Satan. It's a 60-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. The first chapter in this book is Truth About Deception. You know, deception wouldn't be so deceiving if it wasn't so deceptive. (laughs) And that's the truth. Chapter 2 is a thorn of deception. 
Now, you know, when it comes to talking about Paul's thorn in the flesh, you've heard it was everything from sore eyeballs to ingrowing toenails, and I don't know what else. But the truth is that Paul tells you what his thorn was. In 2 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, verse 7, Paul is speaking. He said, And lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of revelation, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. Now, I want you to notice that Paul himself tells you what it was. I've heard people say, well, you just never know what Paul's thorn in the flesh was. Well, you will if you'll read the Word and listen to it and just simply take what the Word says about it. It was Paul's thorn. He ought to know what it was, and I believe that he told us the truth. He said, there was given me. didn't say God gave it to him. He said, there was given me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan, So that's what it was. It was a messenger of Satan. Stir up trouble everywhere Paul went. You had a riot and a revival everywhere Paul went because he preached the revelation of the word and certainly God wanted him to get the word of revelation out concerning the new birth. But you see, there was deception in the area and people got to believing that it was God gave him the thorn in the flesh. No, Satan sent a messenger of Satan to buffet him. That's offer number 7510, a 60 page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, total $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Kelch reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.